Good morning and welcome to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOB Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. Vincent City Councilman Brian Grove, our first guest this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. It's good to see you. It's good been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Okay, uh, Board of Work City Council, pretty much not a lot went on, what did it? No, not a whole lot. A couple of firefighters were uh, introduced at the Board of Works meeting. And uh, that was pretty much it on that, other than department head reports, um, which didn't really amount to a whole lot. Not that they don't do a whole lot. They obviously do a whole lot, but uh, Washington Avenue update and stuff like that was about all that was on the agenda, so. Okay, Um, it is good to hear about firefighters though, so. Uh, Definitely, I I think, I'm not 100%, but they're full staff now with the the two latest hires. Um, I think they're they're at full staff. Boy, that's so. a battle between that and the police department to keep. Staff. Police department's a different story. Yeah, yeah. they are not at but full staff. But, but they're getting there. I mean, we're, yeah. we're in much better shape than we were about two years ago on both sides. Yeah, it was it was getting a little scary there for a while because you know we had so many vacancies and not enough applicants to fill the spots. So yeah, I, I think uh, Chief Hillenbrand has really turned that around and and. Um, we, we have several applicants, and I know uh, he informed us that uh, the last four have been through. It's such a long hiring process. No, and I was talking to the chief. He said, no, no other you know, place you have to be hired and then leave your family for 16 months and go to the academy and uh, before you can even do the job that you're going to be trained to do. Right. So. Okay. All right. So anyway, um, not really much to report because you're really looking at budgets now budgets but yep. it is budget time it is okay now yeah. i know i've talked with others about budgets and all everybody has a different opinion of a budget it's <laughs> yes it's yeah, it takes a little time it's monotonous it is but it's very important and there's a lot of things that just i'm intrigued by number one and i've i've told everybody this how you budget fuel right now not knowing the cost i mean that is really pardon my language a crapshoot it it certainly is and it seems like we've leveled out for a while and our department heads have been so good i don't want to say over budgeting but they realize that the the way we've been doing budgets is you budget for more than what you expect and then at the end of the year you give that back and it goes into the general fund and they uh, they they've learned to deal with it um, because it, this isn't a new thing. This has been going on for several years, and you just don't know if gas is going to be 229 or 449. So um, they've done a super job at at you know building that into the budget. And I can't tell you the last time we've had an additional uh, preparation for you know used to when this first started. They were coming constantly saying, "Hey, we need we need to move," you know from paper supplies to to fuel because we don't have enough fuel to to put in the trucks so it it definitely was a learning curve and they have they've they've really jumped on board and got behind it and and know how to deal with it now when we talk about fuel it's more than trucks it's lawnmowers it's a lot of things yeah if you i mean and those those lawnmowers they will eat you up in fuel and if you look at the amount of of uh grass and stuff that we have to deal with it, it takes a lot of money to keep that in uh good order so uh to me that'd be one of the challenges also i think um what is a not a challenge is 
uh, raises and also your insurance actually is going down is that right so i haven't got the official numbers on that but it looks like we're either going down or staying uh, status quo that's on, great on that. either way. And that, oh, that's a that's a hurdle in itself you know uh, again in previous years it it wasn't a one or two percent increase in insurance it was 20 and 30 percent increase and those numbers are hard to absorb and uh, they've they've done a good job of shopping around and, and still keeping us uh, good coverage and um, it, it's it's a task and that that is a, a constant battle every year well I really do salute this council because I call it the human capital and you guys really try to take care of that we do we do I mean that's uh, you know and, and it is it is hard to deal with but we've wanted to see increases every year just you know even not even to keep up with cost of living because that's almost impossible to do anymore um, but just to keep quality people there you have to be competitive and we we try and do that also I'm gonna be interesting to see the um, I call it the safety tax how yeah. that plays a part yeah that that's we're all looking to see that you know we we haven't got those numbers yet uh, of because uh, you know a lot of people don't understand we as a council we we don't ask for raises we don't ask for what roads are be approved we approve what the mayor uh, the executive branch will ask for and we don't know what that is going to be yet um, we are hoping to see significant raises for the police and fire um and the ems has already been set you know because they came on board uh late um, but we really want to see that safety tax the lit tax um put to good use and for us good use is supporting those uh public safety officials so i gotta ask you that when we do this budget this budget is based on um previous year as far as the amount that you've used or sure. is it over a, a, a period like three or four years on an average or like maybe last year was just we just didn't need this but three or four years ago we had this cost you know I mean how do you how do you come up with numbers so a lot of it you know is just hit the repeat button you know we know what it took last year and next year shouldn't be that different so a lot of the department heads will look at last year's budget and just hit the repeat button uh, we see that a lot uh, you know we'll go through budget hearings actually thursday evening which everybody's invited to come um <laughs> you know usually vacant there but uh if you want if you want to hear uh hard numbers come come thursday night and and you'll you'll definitely get uh all the information that, that you want but yeah and uh it Fortunately, we're in a position right now where there's a lot of experience in the department heads and the, the mayor's office, and they work really well together and um, can see uh, long-term projections. Uh, Reedy does a fantastic job. I think that is one of our biggest assets is Reedy Financial, which, which handle, handles all the finances of the city. Um, they have done a super job uh, keeping us on track uh, where they know where we want to be and they do a really good job of keeping us on track to get there. Now there's also what I call the wish list okay on the budget some things that i know that you like to get done uh like the skate park okay yeah. that's gonna be on the budget this year right it it 
should be on the budget. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. But that's just one that's gonna that you haven't had before, right? Yeah. Right. That's, uh, that's gonna be a good talking point Thursday night because for me we bonded for the for the skate park, you know, three years ago, I I believe. And to me that money has just been sitting there and we've been paying payments on it, paying interest on it. Um I, I want to see that get put to use this year. Uh, whether we have to take money out of the general fund to match to, to build the park that we want to build, um, I will say I am on board with that. Whatever we have to do to get this park built, let's do it. Move forward, and uh, um, we'll, we'll reap the rewards uh, later. I mean, that's just one that um, I know the city tried to raise funds for a match. Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, they, they tried to do um, uh, what's called, a, you know, it's just a match. You, you raise so much money, and then uh, they'll, they'll match it. They didn't meet their goal, um, but they, they raised about, I want to say, close to $10,000. That's pretty good. Yeah, and that's, that is good. Um, you know, and it's one of those that it had to be from private donors. It couldn't be from anything right. that the city put in. You know, we, we couldn't just say, hey, you know, we got $10,000. Let's put in the other forty, and, and we'll, we'll get a $50,000 match. It didn't work that way, um, but it was, it was a great effort um, on the Parks Department uh, to try and raise that money. That, uh, I'll tell you what, that skate park enhances Lesser Square. It does. I mean, it, I mean, it is Leicester Square. I, know. I mean, that's if you go down there, you know, that's that's kind of in my neck of the woods. And, and um, uh, any time of the day, you go down there, and there are kids hanging out down there, and it, it is exactly what we need. Even if they're not skaters um, per se, but uh, it's a hangout place. And if we make it nice, and you know, we we try and you know have them. They're the ones that will keep it nice. Uh, it's not. It's not the skaters and that group that's tearing things up. It's you can't stop that anytime, but uh, you can make something nice and, and do our best to keep it that way. And I think the the kids do a good job of protecting the. It's their park, and you know what makes it so nice? It's a true neighborhood park. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in that area. Oh so, no. You know, I did. <laughs> I I lived on Willow Street, and that that was our stomping ground. You know, the hospital wasn't near as big as what it was. There was a lot more housing around there and um that park was always hopping you know i can remember when they first put the volleyball i used to love play there. tennis i used to love play tennis there we we grew up yeah playing tennis there we, we'd you know go over and get our sodas from the uh Muzin's barber shop yeah. and i knew those guys knew everybody that played tennis over there and i i still mark mark mullins still comes into the shop and he'll say i remember when you and and aaron turner would over there we we'd play tennis from eight o'clock in the morning till oh, 10 o'clock there's at night. lights there and everything yeah I mean, yeah it was it was a great place yeah but. all right but I, I feared that was probably going to be on the budget. So it, again, we have we don't see those numbers until Thursday. But I am hopeful, you know, uh, that they that we're we're going to see a line item that says skate park. Okay. All right. <laughs> let's let's take a break. We'll have more after this on WAOV. Save money and time by shopping with TOC Direct Mail. It comes to your mailbox every week and includes great buys on what you need and what you want. Look for TOC Direct in your mailbox this week. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger, Vincent City Councilman Brian Grove, our guest this segment. 
Uh, City Council Board of Works met last night, but of course, the big news coming up Thursday night, the uh, start of the uh, budget season, <laughs> I guess you call it. We talked about uh, some of the uh, the skate park and stuff out at Leicester Square. Uh, some of the other parks, you know, we were talking, those are, parks are so, I know, quality of life. We mentioned that. But you had a great point in that first segment, Ryan. It's where the kids hang out. Yeah. That's where we want them to hang out. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's a safe place. Right, right. We're always getting that question, what what do we do for the kids? And, and, and you know, my thought is uh, that that statement kind of goes, what, what can we do for the kids that is free? Mm-hmm. And parks are free. And we have an abundance of them, and we have parks that are in great condition, um, but some need some attention, you know, like uh, we were saying. But, uh, you know, even down to the Riverwalk Park, that is just an excellent area to hang out and, you know, let your kids run and tied to the memorial. Um, Great area in Leicester Square and Chicago Park. And there's so many cool parks here in town, and, you know, they do such a good job of keeping them up. Right. Okay. So anyway, that's great. Yeah. I mean, I mean, all the things going on, and I know it's it's it seems like it's always been the dream to get it started, and it may take another year or so. I I don't know what the funding is available right now, but the band show. I don't. Man. You know, I mean, we we have so many events out there now. You know, city council. How many events have you had out at Craig Park? Yeah, and, se- several, and you know band? that that one's coming up here soon. Two two weeks. You I know, know. I'll, I'll get my band shout punch in. Okay, there, so. no, we'll, we'll talk about yeah, that in a minute. Good. But but as far as getting uh, the band show worked on, yeah, obviously number one, electric. It needs a, a whole bunch of electric help. Yeah, okay, and then structural help. But it to me, it's getting close to time to do this. Yeah, we talked about it for years, 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 years. Well, you know, there are good things coming to the band show. And, um, and I, don't, I don't know if, if, if it's supposed to be out yet or not, but there is an individual, and I, I can't really say who it is, but he's volunteered to get us set up electrically uh, because it is the biggest challenge when we do anything out there. Um, you've got extension cords ran everywhere, wow. and those, those uh, PA systems and, and equipment that they use to power all their, their guitars and mics and speakers and stuff like that, it draws so much current. So uh, it's, it's not the pretty situation that we want right now, but that's what we're working for. You know, uh, Duke stepped up with a, with a, a huge check, and it, I think what we have done is brought life to the band shell it's what's one of those gems that we don't want to get buried no it's yeah. it's it's there for a purpose yeah and, i mean yeah. yes it needs work <laughs> there's no doubt if you've ever been behind there and turn Scary. on the lights it's <laughs> it's not where you want to go yeah and no, especially at night no. or especially during the rain <laughs> okay <laughs> but i'm saying that but it is repairable it is and it's ideal ideally located it, yep Wow. Yeah, and it was designed. I mean, we don't have much of that left, and you know it's a part of Vincennes, and we we want to save it, and we're we're working hard to do that. Right. Okay. Well, anyway, it's good to hear that. But yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm not I'm not prying on this. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> all right. You know, we talked about the parks. Talk about Greg Park. Let's go across the street to construction oh yeah (laughs) washington avenue which i'm gonna say this right now i say it all the time excuse our progress because okay i went through the same conversation brian years ago with second street 
Yeah. You know, and, and everybody complained about a second street. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's, it's an inconvenience. Yeah. And this is really going to be an inconvenience. So get ready to put on your... Um, Deal with it, code. Yeah, pretty you much. Really? Ha- I mean... I mean, yeah. because it's needed, it's and it's time to do it. Yeah. No, and, and what makes it so bad is I live in that neighborhood in that yeah. area. So, I mean, I'm going to get affected by it. But, you know, it's got to be at the end of the day, like Main Street and 2nd Street... It's gonna look great. Yeah, it is. I always say, man, what a mess. Oh. But you can't have uh, progress without making a mess first. And I, I talked to a business the other day that is is really affected by it. Um, but she, you know, she remained positive. No, she knows that there is end in sight, and uh, they're doing whatever they can to get through it. Um, but I, I think everybody is Kelso's. <laughs> it is. But, but I mean, man, I've gone there twice. The, I yeah, mean, there, I there's ways to get there. There is, and um, I go to Kelso's. So, yeah, yeah. Please, you know, continue to support those businesses that are affected even more. If you don't, if you miss lunch, go for dinner, or if you, mm-hmm. you know, sure. if, if if you're having problems getting there. Call them. They'll tell you, hey, go to Bell Crossing and you can get in this way today. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that construction crew, everybody thinks, man, why couldn't they have done this? But there's so much to deal with. There, you know, it's not just a, you put it on paper and you can follow those instructions. There's a lot to deal with. And I think they've, they've done a good job of keeping everybody informed of which direction you can go in, which direction you can't go in. Um, but again, man, when it's done, it is going to be nice. That's, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, we're still in phase one. We're getting ready for part two of phase one. <laughs> Which is where you'll see more uh, progress. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think then, uh, JP ne- said that uh, almost all the utilities have been relocated and uh, we should start seeing some. Oh, room. but I tell you what, though. I mean, you know, you want to put on your big boy pants. Yeah. April. Come next April, you just one really gonna need it, and then yeah. into the school year. I mean, it's it's gonna be a challenge. But, it is, but that's okay. We're, we're warning you. And you know what? The greatest thing ever made was an app that the city put down because I check it daily. I got it set up for notifications, of course, because I'm not smart enough to go do it on my own. Yeah. But I mean, I think people need to get that downloaded because it does keep you updated. Sure. Yeah, it's it's a great app. It really is, and uh, if you pay attention to that, you'll be in the know, and you'll be able to deal with it a lot better. Yeah, as a city councilman, you know you see all this. You you, you guys, let's face it. Next to radio people, you probably hear the most complaints. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But that's fine. You know, if if people are complaining, they're paying attention. Uh, so I always get that call and says, I hate to complain. I was like, I don't hate you to complain. I, I want to hear the complaints because without that, you know, we can't be everywhere, you know, so we don't know what's going on on the, on the north side of town if we're living on the south side. So without those complaints, we don't know what's going on. Oh, so, yeah. yep. I know. So anyway, just have patience. Please have patience. Please. <laughs> Bear with us. We're, we're making progress. That's right. And there are ways around, you know. So, I yeah. mean, you know, there's people out there on Main Street. They they went through it. And, you know, God bless them. You know, they're much happier now. And, yes. I mean, yeah. And, man, it so goes, well the construction goes so fast. I, I mean, it just seems like, you know, a couple of weeks ago that we were starting Main Street and thinking that'll never, no. we'll never well, make it to no, Power Brian, Drive. Brian, you're wrong. <laughs> it's not, it goes fast. We go older uh, faster. That's, that's true. what it is. That is true. We get older faster. <laughs> so it does get done. But, yeah, 
getting it. It's it's progress. It yeah. really is. It's got to be good progress too. It is. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so that's um, that's going on as well. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, a couple of weeks. You got an event coming up out at Greg Park. Yes. Yes. Bandshell Bash. <laughs> and if you didn't make it last year, you missed out because uh, Bill Brower and his group, Greg Edgen, and and those people. Uh, are working with us, Tim and Mark and I, and basically the whole city council has gotten on board with helping us with this event. And we've got 15 bands lined up. There's going to be music from 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. And this is when? Uh, the 9th. It's uh, Saturday the 9th. And it is with homecoming. We, we did adjust it this year because, uh, you know, they moved homecoming up couple weeks so we moved the band shell bash up um so we we hope to see some reunions taking place out there you know whatever they carry over from friday they're more than welcome to bring all the people out saturday there's plenty of room in the park and you know bring your bring your coolers bring your chairs bring your pop-up tent <laughs> there's going to be five food trucks from pizza to hamburgers to mexican uh, ice cream. I mean, it is. It's going to be the place to be, even if you can't go for the whole day, which we'd love to see you out there for 12 hours. We'll be out there 12 hours, but uh, come for a couple hours. Uh, literally, the main stage uh, will be the band shell, and then we're going to set up a stage behind there, just like we did last year. When the main stage finishes, the acoustic stage will be ready to go. I say acoustic lightly because I talked to Bill last night, and Bill said that that sound system is going to be incredible on the on the second <laughs> stage. So uh, be prepared uh, to hear some great music. Like oh. I said 15 bands and almost all uh, local talent, regional talent, and uh, it's it's going to be nonstop fun. We got so. talent, you know. We got really good talent. We had good musicians. We're here. so lucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's a lot of uh, musically inclined people around. I, I could listen to Alexia sing all day. So. Oh, <laughs> my. Yeah. We miss her on the Riverwalk because her schedule, schedule. It didn't work out yeah. for this year. What's with that medical stuff? What's up I with know. that? I <laughs> you know. These people that think they have to have a primary job. I mean, where's your priorities at? <laughs> Well, very good. So mark it out uh, September 9th. I got about a minute left. Again, budget hearings coming up on Thursday. Uh, do you expect any surprises? I don't. I don't. You know, we're looking forward to seeing the the new police and fire salaries um, and what what the lit is going to do for us. But uh, other than that, I, I don't look to see any any big changes. Good seeing you, Brian. Good seeing you, Ed. All right, we'll yeah, talk to you good. soon. All righty. Yeah. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. Our next guest this morning, we have, of course, Jacqueline Cunningham from the Isaiah 117 House. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Fabulous. How about you? I'm doing just fine. Okay, I'd say, are we slowing down right now or are we getting ready to rev it up? 
We're revving it up, I think. All right, that's good to hear. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, before we go any farther, the house has been open now for a year. Crazy. I mean, it's open, been open for a year. Yes, yes. Yeah. We celebrated our one year, um, it, yeah, this month. This month. So it is, we were able to do like little mini birthday parties for the DCS um, department. So it's been, it's been fun, but it's been an amazing journey. One year, hard to believe. One year. <laughs> we never thought we'd get here. <laughs> no, just to have an open house and just to be here is, yeah, it's amazing to be able to serve. I think we served about uh, 80 some, 80 some kids this past year. Which is amazing because that's 80 kids that wouldn't have been served the year before. Mm -hmm. So we are very blessed to be able to love on others and to welcome them into the house. You know, the thing is, you and I, the one thing we've built together is faith. Because we've talked about this yes. all along, the faith that you got to keep having faith to get this house built. You know, you Faith know, in the unknowns, yeah, for sure. Sure, but... You know, you got tossed a curveball the pandemic. That was a big thing, more than people realize. Yes. But then the cost, and then just every little hurdle. But you stayed faithful. Yes, we um, we have to. We have to because we knew that God had a bigger picture. Even though sometimes we were in the hurdles and in the valleys, we had to keep seeing the bigger picture, and we kept moving forward. And to say that we had, yeah, to be here at the one year, it. It's feelings I really can't even explain. Mm -hmm. Well, all right. So in one year, I don't know if you've got numbers. Do you know how many kiddos you served? I think we served as 77. Okay. Let me think about that now. 77 in a year. Um, Three a week, four a week, maybe three a week. <laughs> you never know. I mean, actually, just this past August, I think, has been our busiest month in the year, within the year. This past month, and the month's not even over yet, I think we've served 12 to 13 kids just this past month. The thing that gets me, Jacqueline, is talking with, like, the police chief and, and, and the sheriff. Crime goes up in the heat. There's a lot. Of, it, just, it just does. Mm -hmm. That got me thinking when they were talking about that, the impact it might have on your house. And there's kind of a correlation there, isn't there? There is. There is. We, um, I can't say the statistics on removals, but there's been so many that have to be removed through, you know, police force have to come in, you know, because yes, no parent wants to see their kid being removed and it's a sticky situation. And so there's, we're getting to know more of the officers when they come to the door to, you know, meet DCS and bring the kids in, which is nice. We're glad to be able to um, work with them as well. And they're fantastic, but it's still a sad situation because at that point, Mom and dad are upset. It brings down the kiddos because they have to witness all that. And so it's, it opens our eyes as well. You know, that's the thing is it's, you know, the Isaiah house is not, it's a, a beautiful house. They, they've done great work and, but it's not a fun situation, but what it is, it's a situation where you're dealt, you make the best of it and you try to make sure there's a comfort there. You do. You just move on and you try to bring the comfort to the house. And usually that is with fresh baked cookies. You come in and, you know, you smell the cookies and kids' eyes automatically start. They're like, where, where are those at? What kind of cookies are well, those? Well, let's face it. If you walked in this door in the Absolutely. studio and brought in cookies, you know what the guy would smile? It'd make your day. It would. I know. It would. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anybody who wants to make or bring cookies. No, it, it does. It's just something simple like that. Yeah. Um, 
breaks the comfort because sadly a lot of them come in and they say they're not hungry or thirsty because there's so much emotion going on mm. but when they smell cookies even if they don't eat them they still smell them and it you know it gives them that sense of comfort right so uh and you know it's and also in this one year's time your staff has had to learn this you know you could trade them all you want but it's when it gets time go time it's a learning curve. It is. It's a different situation, isn't it? It is a learning curve. We are still bringing on volunteers because our volunteers, they have their own personal lives and seasons change in their lives as well. And we totally understand that. So we struggle sometimes on finding volunteers depending, for right, for example, our night shift. We do not have many volunteers on our night shift. Now, sometimes we don't need a night shift volunteer. You never know. But we are starting to seek out some volunteers who would be willing to step in during night and usually that's when we have small kiddos because they could wake up in the middle of the night or whatever so we are working on volunteers but overall they are all pretty fantastic yeah well i think that if anything uh, it's a learning curve but it's been a learning curve for you oh absolutely i mean yeah you're the one who was you know heading the charge to get all this done but you know jacqueline cunningham has learned during this as well i have we um Megan and I both sometimes will sit back. We're like, this isn't working. Like something needs to change and it might be minor or, you know, and then we are in meetings weekly, if not monthly also about how the organization as a whole is changing some different things. And so we are constantly revolving and, you know, getting better equipped with things because we're just getting bigger. You know, and when we had Megan on last time for you, she did a great job, by the oh, way. Awesome. Yeah, she was awesome. She explained the relationship between you and DCS. And I didn't realize how deep that really goes, how it's really deep. It has to be. We are basically there to help DCS. That's the only reason why the doors are open is to love on kids, but that is through DCS. So if we don't have a good connection with DCS, then they're not going to bring the kids to the house. And so we are trying to make their jobs easier by loving on this kids so they can get their job done without causing more turmoil and trauma in the middle of it. So we have to have a good relationship with DCS and they're all amazing too. And they're so laid back and it really, it's, it's fun to be able to see the caseworkers walk in the door because now we're starting to learn who likes what coffee or what creamer or some of them love certain kinds of cookies. And so when we find out what caseworkers working, we try to accommodate them as much as we can. I see. All right. So anyway, uh, one year in the books, we're going strong one year yeah, i mean there's you, you know you're getting volunteers uh financially you're, are you doing all right we are doing good financially i mean it's always it's always a battle and a concern but overall the community is still faithful we um, still have amazing sock buddies who give what we call our monthly donors we're always seeking out for more monthly donors but currently financially we're doing okay and it's for the big fundraisers that we have and golf is our one coming up here real soon and that's coming up in september september friday september 22nd all right have you been practicing oh yeah no i don't i'm not i don't do golf well okay but what you do well is get the word out i try <laughs> <laughs> okay where's it at it's at Cypress Hills. Okay. Um, this will be our third annual golf outing, but the second one at Cypress Hills. Okay. And we're always looking for teams. I know right now it's like golf is crazy. For the past couple of years, there's so many golf outings. And I get now that it's going to be later September, 
Some people might be burnt out of golf. Some people still oh. love it. That's the best time to play. It's toward fall. It is. I, I mean, that's the best time to play. But I would like to know how many golf outings there really are. I need to figure that out. I need to ask and well, see we how got, many. We got one coming up for homecoming. We got one. I mean, just. It's name it. Everybody does a golf outing. And so that's the one thing that stinks because you're looking for sponsorships from all the same people. Mm-hmm. And that's where we kind of struggle along with, I'm sure, everybody else who puts on a golf outing. Right, right. But uh, you did have your lemonade stands. Yes. Oh, it went off over well. It did. And those are always exciting. We always um, look forward to finding out new people who to do stands, new hosts, and then just to make a twist on it. I will see what next year brings. We're not sure, but it's always exciting. Well, that's that's a staple of Isaiah House, isn't it? Yes. Every, we do it. Uh, yeah, it's county to county challenge. So all of our houses do a lemonade stand um, on the same date every year. You know, I was, I hate to jump back, but we're talking about DCS, but you do serve other counties. Do you have to work with DCS and other counties as well? We do, yes. We serve um, Gibson County, Pike County, and Davies County. And we reach out to all of them through email. Now, our main county is obviously Knox. So we meet, Megan and I meet with Knox County um, through Zoom once a month to make sure we are all on the same page. But we also are in communication with the other three counties as well to serve them. And just because we serve those four, we've also been able to serve Martin County or Dubois County. And just because we don't know the DCS there, we still are able, they still are able to reach out and we can still serve serve them as well. Wow, that's great. That's great stuff. It is. I mean, it's, it's really great stuff that you can have that relationship all across the board. I mean... It's nice. I mean, just this past month, we've worked more with Gibson and Pike County than we have Knox County. Crazy. So, it, I mean, you just, you never know what county or when that phone call is going to come in. Yeah. Like I said, in a perfect world, you wouldn't have a house. Oh, no. Absolutely. I mean, perfect world, you wouldn't. Perfect world, we wouldn't have CASA. Perfect world, we would have DCS. But it's not a perfect world. Here we are. I know. And we get dealt and we just do what we can. It's all about the kids. That's the bottom line is if, he, if he might... If there's one thing I want everybody to understand, it's all about kids. It is. With, um, yeah, with anytime you hear Isaiah 117 house, think about reducing trauma in kids because that is the whole point. Have you had a tendency, and I, gosh, I don't know if you could answer this, and if you can, I totally understand. Repeat customers. And I say customers, but. Red door guests. Guests. Well, yeah, red door guests. Absolutely. And that's got to be. Sometimes up to three times we've had and it is it's heartbreaking usually our teenagers are more so um and there's some teenagers that we just almost keep expecting to maybe see back and it is sad it i mean our hearts go out to them and i know they're so you know they're so hurt inside and some of the decisions they make aren't the best but it's out of pain and so our hearts are saddened yeah sometimes when we see the same younger or older kid come through the doors yeah, you just, yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that. You learn a lot. Right, right. Um, but you can't let the kids see that, though, right? No, no. We um, no, we are there, and we are supportive, and we are laughing, and we make it completely comfortable, and that's what our volunteers do. And just because they might be in the house again, it could be different faces. The odds are it's going to be a different volunteer in that house, and so it's new to the volunteer. And so they just go back, and they're continued to be loved on every bit as much. Right, right. Okay. Boy, that's, just, that's kind of sad to hear. 
It is. But once again, we don't live in a perfect world by any means. No, no, we don't. All right. So in this one year's time, uh, you, you mentioned almost what, 70 some kids. Uh, and, and it's not a case where I can say, okay, what can you do to stop this? Man? You can't, you have no control over that. We you, can't. That you're just there for hope. I mean, you can't say like, we need to stop this from happening. You can't. No, we are a very small fix to a very large problem. We're not here to fix anything overnight. All we're here to do is to love on kids for the short amount of time that we have them and to let them know that they're seen and heard. Do you think, Jacqueline, as far as when you look at everything that has happened over the past year, uh, it's what you thought it would be? Yeah, you never know when the doors aren't open, you aren't, you're not sure how it's going to work out, but it really is. Um, the connections with DCS is pretty much as expected. Um, that's great because you don't know personalities sometimes and you don't know how it's going to go. And that's all gone really smooth. And with kiddos, usually you're always thinking it's worst case scenario. And that's not always the case. Some kids come in laughing. You know, you're always thinking they're coming in crying and don't get me wrong, that happens also. But some, especially if they are the second or third time around, it's a comfort. They come in excited to come back to the Isaiah house because they know they get cookies. They know they get entertained. They get somebody to watch out for them. And so stuff like that, you know, you don't, sometimes it's unexpected. Sometimes it is expected. Right, right. So if you'd like to be a volunteer, what does it take? <sighs> Reach out to us. Go to our Facebook page. You know, we have, um, we actually got an application submitted last last week or this week, go to our Facebook page and our iMessages, find a way to get a hold of us, email us, and just say you're interested in being a volunteer. You do have to be 21 or older, and it does consist of trainings, background checks, fingerprinting. It goes pretty quickly, but it sounds like a lot. Yeah, um, it has to be. You have to be safe oh, around those absolutely, kids. Absolutely, absolutely. Do the schools ever play a part in, in what you guys do? Sometimes some schools more than others and then we work with other schools more than others i mean it's i they are all great supporters of the isaiah 117 house but we don't have as i mean basically it's dcs that we work with and so if there's any problems with the schools the schools notify dcs and then dcs will notify us right so we we do love all the schools but as for the direct you know connection between us and the schools not so much because dcs is that middle they're that middle sure they play that middle part absolutely i can understand that all right so after one year where are we going now well well i mean we're just facing another year we will continue to come up with um, new fundraisers we hopefully and are we're at that kind of that comfort level where we are just serving kids i mean that's what it's about is just serving kids opening doors finding new volunteers when needed, continuing the relationship with DCS. And right now it's just the golf outing coming up. Okay. Now, is it too late to get in a golf outing or? No, not at all. You can reach out to us anytime. Um, we are starting to um, promote some of our whole sponsors, our team sponsors on Facebook now. We have some North Knox. Wow. They have stepped, stepped up huge as title sponsors for our golf outing. And so that is, um, that's truly amazing because their support through all of it has been amazing. But first Robinson Savings Bank, they came in huge. You know, we had, um, 
McDonald's has been a partner sponsor, and so that's nice. Mm -hmm. Bobcat from Davies County. We're trying to get more into Davies County and um, Pike and Gibson, and so it's nice to see a team from Davies County participating. But no, we, we are always looking for whole sponsors. We're always looking for team sponsors. We have um, slots left, teams left, so come on out. Come on out and play. All right. And again, just go to your Facebook page, right? Yeah, go to our Facebook page or email us at knoxin at isaiah117house.com. Jacqueline, always a pleasure. Good to see you, and I'll see you next month. Blessings. All right. Stay tuned more of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Within the last half hour, there's a good chance you were on your smartphone. Or there's a good chance you were on your laptop, tablet, or desktop searching the internet for some much-needed information. As a business owner or manager, you've got products and services and you need to reach new customers. We can help. TOC Direct Digital can help build you a custom digital campaign. Just email digital at originalcompany.com. That's digital at originalcompany.com. 